in this growth mindset, we're looking to grow. The intention is to develop. And so because that's the case, it's necessary for us to understand that it takes getting outside of our comfort zone in order to actually execute on that growth. Our mission is to illuminate the way for our next generation to be aware, be accountable, and appreciate life. And that starts with us being the best emotionally intelligent examples we can be. I am one of your hosts, Recovery Ray. Let's learn and grow together. Welcome to episode 121 of the Balance Period Podcast, where we are here to empower you to be the best emotionally intelligent example you can be for our next generation. I am one of your hosts, Recovery Ray. And the Bald Sage. All right. So for today's episode, we are going to have a conversation about growth mindset. We're going to talk about what growth mindset is, why it's important, and ways that you can begin to cultivate your own growth mindset. So, Nick, are you ready to have this conversation about growth mindset? Yep. Let's get it. Perfect. Now, actually, before we talk about what growth mindset is, we're actually going to talk through what a fixed mindset is. So that is the complete opposite of what a growth mindset is. We both took time to read through this article that kind of broke down each one, and it had a great infographic on there. So we're going to read off some of the characteristics of a fixed mindset, and that will kind of help set the stage for our conversation on a growth mindset. So to start, a fixed mindset believes that intelligence and talent is fixed. You avoid challenges to prevent the possibility of failure. You believe that talent is innate. So effort and practice aren't important. You give up easily and view temporary setbacks as permanent failures. And finally, you view feedback as a personal attack and ignore constructive criticism. So I know personally, in my experience, I have experienced some of those characteristics in certain areas of my life. I have definitely had a fixed mindset, but I'm grateful to have learned about a growth mindset and have been able to incorporate different habits into my routines that have helped me shift my perspective on my ability to adapt and grow and change. So Nick, I'm gonna let you take this. Go ahead and talk a little bit more about a growth mindset. Dope, so we have for the growth mindset, it talks about it is embracing flaws and mistakes as opportunities for growth, accepting setbacks as part of the learning process and feeling empowered to reach goals. And they have them listed as well, kind of like side by side with the fixed mindset. And the growth mindset goes as follows. Sees intelligence as something you want to develop or something you can develop over time. Widely embraces challenges and risks possible failure. Believes that effort and practice can lead to mastery. Sees failures as temporary setbacks and persists in the achievement of goals. Sees other people's success as a source of inspiration and views feedback as an opportunity to grow and applies constructive criticism. Yeah. And so just to give a little context to this concept, uh, Dr. Carol Dweck, she wrote a book called Mindset, and she's the one that came up with this growth mindset versus fixed mindset. And pretty much in this book, it outlines what we just described And it's also going to talk about some of the things that we'll talk about here in a moment of different ways that we can develop a growth mindset. So, Nick, talk a little bit about your experience with your mindset and talk about some of the ways that you've started out with a fixed mindset, but then 
transitioned and transformed into more of a growth mindset. Dope. So like going back to what we talked about early on, like in the podcast, when I was kind of like giving tips on how I got to where I'm at in life. And one of the biggest things was questioning myself. So I didn't really call it a fixed mindset during that time. I was just saying that I believe what others, what I thought others thought about me. And so in that belief, whatever limiting beliefs that they have for me are the same limited beliefs that I have for myself. And I couldn't see myself overcoming it in any way. And so that was kind of like how I dealt with the fixed mindset. But it was me questioning myself through why I believed that and me realizing that it was because I thought the thoughts that others thought of me were the thoughts that I should think about myself. And when I was able to realize that, it gave me the accountability to know that I was the one doing that and which gave me the awareness to be able to let go, which allowed me to be able to transition over into a more growth mindset, understanding that I'm in charge of the potential that I have and how I perceive it. Yeah, that makes sense. I know the one that I resonated most with as it pertains to fixed mindset was the avoiding challenges due to fear of failure. And that was something that I experienced, I mean, I still experience it to a certain degree to this day, but like you were saying, through the different pillars of a positive present perspective that I now keep at the forefront of my mind, I'm able to transcend that fixed mindset and transform it into more of a growth mindset. Why? Because I'm aware, right? I pay attention to the different things that spark that fixed mentality, that spark that fear and with that awareness, I'm able to respond to it differently and then take accountability for not only what I believe about myself, but also the habits that I practice so that I'm able to truly appreciate my life and know that the failure that I might experience that's momentary is an opportunity for me to learn and grow depending on how I'm looking at that failure. So I think that was the the most interesting part along my journey with a fixed and growth mindset has been literally just looking at what I'm experiencing differently. And through viewing my life through a different lens, I've been able to be more empowered and to honestly just enjoy myself more, enjoy myself more regardless of what's happening around me. So. Dope. And and, and even when we were talking about this, I know one thing that neither one of us really said, but it's I feel like it's a little bit implied is that self-judgment factor. Like when you're going through this process is not judging yourself. It's allowing yourself to go through the process. Yeah. The Balance Period Store is now open. Each one of our products rocks our logo, which is designed to prompt you to pause, observe a deep breath and remember that you are whole and you are enough. As a listener of this podcast, you get free shipping on any order from the Balance Period Store. Use the code PODCAST at checkout to get your discount. Visit shop.balanceperiod.com and get your mindful merch today. Enjoy the rest of the show. All right, so let's go ahead and talk a little bit about ways to develop a growth mindset. Now, in this article, it lists out six ways that you can begin to develop a growth mindset. And we're just going to go through each one of them and talk a little bit more about how you can implant that into your routine. So the first one is realize that scientifically you can't improve. 
Now, this one I know definitely has been beneficial for my journey for a few reasons. One, I enjoy science and I enjoy learning about our body's ability to adapt and change. And one of the things that I've learned is that there's something called neuroplasticity, which is our brain's ability to adapt and grow based on practice, based on repetition. And that is what this first tip is speaking to. And I know what helped me understand that was just learning more about it. So doing baseline research, just Googling neuroplasticity or even growth mindset will connect you with resources that you can tap into to educate yourself on your ability to adapt and grow, which helps to pull you or at least help pull me out of that fixed mindset in certain areas of my life. And then uh, next up on the list, they have removing the fixed mindset or your inner voice. And that's a big one that I can relate to a lot because my most detrimental critic has always been the little voice inside my head that's been like, ah, maybe this isn't the best. Ah, maybe you do it this way. Ah, maybe you're not good enough. And all that was was kind of how I said earlier, that was a sum of what I thought others thought. And that's where I based my limiting beliefs. And that inner voice was a lot when it came to reinforcing those limiting beliefs. For sure. And it's in that kind of what I just said a little bit earlier is that not judging ourselves is one way that's really helped me with taking care of that inner voice. Because that's all it really was. It was just me judging myself on every single. Did you walk through that door and kind of stub your knee funny? Yep. What's wrong with you? Goofy. <laughs> I don't think I've ever stubbed my knees. But you mean like, you know, like when you walk in and you might walk funny or step funny or something like that and like jolt or maybe you hit your toe on the side of the door. Or maybe you walked into the side of the wall. Just something that you would be like, why would I pay attention and not stop myself from doing that? Right. You know, I, I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. They actually so in this article, too, they actually give some scenarios. So things to say to yourself that uh, more that are more aligned with a growth mindset or things that are aligned with a fixed mindset. So one of them is, well, this is the, the fixed mindset version. And I'm not a math person. I'd like to be, but it's just not one of my strengths. So that is looking at it from that fixed mindset. Now, this is the more empowering growth mindset. I'm not a math person, yet I just need to keep working at it. So you can acknowledge where you are, you know, finding yourself coming up short in a certain area. But then it's also understanding and acknowledging that you have the capacity to improve based on what you believe about yourself and the habits you choose to practice. So. All right. Now, the third step is to reward the process. So although society often rewards those who achieve excellent outcomes, this can work against a growth mindset. Instead, reward the process and the effort exerted. So it's thinking about being present and living in the moment is not focusing so much on getting to the end goal and then celebrating yourself at the end goal. It's being present and enjoying each step of the process of practicing these different skills and enjoying that and rewarding the little things that you do each step of the way, that will help you remain consistent and continue to put in the effort that's necessary in order to change your mindset from fixed to growth. Definitely. Now, the next one coming up says get feedback. So this one for me is a little bit eh. And the reason why I say it's eh is because when you're in that process of learning how to believe in yourself and be confident, when you start to look for feedback, I would, I would suggest looking at it from a perspective of, I'm going to take what's for me, but understand that this person is, is letting me know what they see from their perspective, and their perspective is not absolute. 
that's just something to remember when you go in here asking for feedback because feedback can be great for allowing yourself to see a different perspective of what it is that you're doing. That's just my two cents on their thing for feedback. Just because I have a different relationship with it than a lot of people might. Like, I don't really believe in looking for feedback as in how to, oh, how can this be better? Because whoever you're looking at is only giving it to you from their perspective. But you can get a different perspective, which in turn can change how you do things or how you view things. Yeah. And I know my personal relationship with feedback is a little bit different, primarily because I think less about the subjective feedback of others and more just objectively how whether it's from another person which i feel like most of the time the objective feedback that i get is from like the ways that i keep track of how my habits are influencing the quality of my life or how my thought processes are influencing my experience so if you have as a part of your sustainable self-care system a way of keeping track how what your inner voice is saying is influencing your experience then you can look at that feedback that you now have to say, okay, based on what I see, I know if I make these changes that I can get a different experience and then ultimately change the quality of my life. So that's that's my perspective on feedback. I think feedback is valuable, so valuable. But it's understanding the difference between subjective feedback, which are people's just, you know, their perspective on what you're doing and why you're doing it and, and whether it's important or not from their view or just objective feedback, which is just based on this action. These are the results that I got. And now with these results, I can make different actions moving forward and get different results. So like that. that's just another another way of looking at feedback. No, oh, yeah. Dope. And then the fifth step is get out of your comfort zone. So this is oftentimes tough, especially from a fixed mindset, because you're looking to stay comfortable. You are afraid of failing. So you're not taking these risks. You're not taking chances. And the understanding here has to come to the point to where you realize that on the other side of comfort is where you grow. Anthony DeMello, I was reading his book, Awareness, earlier in the year, and he said, pleasant experiences make life pleasurable, but painful experiences lead to growth. Hmm. So it's understanding that in this growth mindset, we're looking to grow. The intention is to develop. And so because that's the case, it's necessary for us to understand that it takes getting outside of our comfort zone in order to actually execute on that growth. And the last one that we have on the list is accept failure as part of the process. I really do like this one. I like this one a lot because as you begin to do that, I feel like that's a big thing for your confidence boosting up. And when your confidence starts to boost up to the point to where failure doesn't even exist anymore, it's now just a learning experience. And now it opens your perspective up to try new things and be different ways in life that you've never been before. Because now you're no longer worried about failing. You're just worried about experiencing. You know, from that experience, you'll be able to gain a new one. Or instead of saying experience, we could just say learning. There's different ways, synonyms to use with that. So now as you go and you're now learning instead of failing, all you can do is continue to grow because you don't see anything as a setback. Right. Yeah, it's ultimately changing your perspective on the experience itself. It's yep. swapping out failure for learning. So at the end of the day, you you don't fail. Yeah. Never lost. <laughs> Never. No else. <laughs> None. Ne never lost. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely it takes time as we talk about on this show often. It takes time to develop these different perspectives on life and to change your mindset. Mindset is so ingrained in who we are, but it doesn't mean that it can't change. 
oftentimes the mindset that we have on certain areas of our lives are originated from when we were zero to seven. So things that we really had no control over influence how we see ourselves and how we think through the different things that we experience in life. So it starts by being aware that that's the case and then taking accountability for how we choose to use our time today so that we can appreciate the lives that we have and enjoy ourselves while we're here as we develop and learn and grow and create the life we want for ourselves and the people that we love. Nick, I know before we hopped on here, you were talking about the thought process behind not being completely fixed uh-huh. in your mindset and then not being completely growth in your mindset. So can you talk a little bit about the balance between a growth and fixed mindset? Yeah. So, I mean, even when uh, you or not you, but the listeners, when you stumble across articles like this and you're reading it, it's not so much of seeing each side of, oh, am I a growth mindset or my fixed mindset? It's more so seeing where this applies within our life. Let's just say you might have a growth mindset when it comes to your ability to be in the kitchen, to cook good food or to go out or compete in a sport or to have or to do something that you enjoy doing. You might have a growth mindset in that I can get better at that. For me, for example, I use video games. But you might have a fixed mindset on your ability to move up in your job, your ability to make this relationship this or that, your ability to make more money. Any of those things can become a fix. So it's like you're living with both within your life and it's taking the time to become aware of where are the spaces in your life where you have a fixed mindset and where are the spaces in your life where you have a grow mindset. For sure. And I think one of the places to start, I would say, is once you identify your purpose, once you gain a deeper understanding of what you need to do in order to fulfill that purpose, pay attention to what you believe about yourself in those spaces. Pay attention to the mindset that you have as it pertains to accomplishing and fulfilling your purpose. Because if you have a growth mindset in those areas, the odds of you being able to fulfill that purpose increase significantly. If you have a fixed mindset, it's the complete opposite. So that's where you can start. It's not to say that you're going to, as Nick was saying, you're not going to have a growth mindset for every area of your life, but start with what is directly aligned with what you value and what you feel like your purpose is. And then as the years progress, there's always going to be room for us to grow. So you'll be able to identify areas that you have a fixed mindset and hey, you might decide that you want to swap it over to a growth mindset and make some adjustments and that's okay. So. Yeah, definitely keep that in mind as you're traveling along your journey. I'm saying then there's any new listeners that we have right now and you hear us talk about, you know, your purpose. I just want to let you know that I share the perspective of you get to pick it. Pick what you're passionate about, what you enjoy doing and follow that as much as you can grow with it. Yeah, I I agree with that wholeheartedly, too. I know I don't remember what episode we talked about it in, but I know personally, I feel like we have like two purposes. And the first purpose is our inner purpose, which is being present, because ultimately, if we're not present, then we're not truly experiencing the full worth of life in general. The second purpose is our outer purpose. And that's what we get to choose. Yeah. So I I, I agree with you on that. Um, I know. I don't know. I feel like I've I've been guided to a certain degree on what my purpose is, though I still got to choose what it was. If that makes sense. So it's definitely something that is it comes from within. And the more sensitive we are to feeling where we're supposed to be going and using our emotional guidance system to help us, then 
you know, we'll, we'll definitely identify what that purpose is and work within it to fulfill it on a daily basis. Definitely. Yeah. So, yeah, that is growth mindset. Nick, what do you want to leave the people with today? Man, thank you all for the continued support over all this. What episode is this? 116, 17? This is episode 121. Look at that. Episode 121. So thank you all for the continued growth, the continued support. And as always, you are already whole. And keep enjoying your amazing journey. Dope. And for me, we are unable to fill anyone else's cup if our cup is empty. So be sure to prioritize time for self-care. Continue to learn, continue to grow, and develop your sustainable self-care system. And lastly, the Balance Period Store is now open. So please check out the store, see what you like, grab a couple items. As you know, each item has our logo on it, and that logo is designed to prompt you to pause, observe a deep breath, and remember that you are whole, you are enough, and you have everything you need in this moment to experience peace, regardless of what's happening outside of your control. So visit shop.balanceperiod.com and get your mindful merch today. Use the code podcast at checkout to get free shipping on your order. Free shipping. Free shipping. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you all once again for tuning in to another episode of the Balance Period Podcast. Your time is valuable, and we appreciate you spending some of it with us today. We look forward to bringing you another episode this time next week. Peace. Later. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Balance Period Podcast. If there was anything you heard from today's episode that added value to your life, we ask you do a couple things. One, implement it into your routine. Continue to learn, continue to grow, and be the best emotionally intelligent example you can be. The second is that you share it. You can find a shareable link to this show on any social media platform that you are on. Our handle is at Balance Period. And remember, be aware, be accountable, and appreciate life. You can do that by taking a moment to pause and observe a deep breath. Peace.